Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Tonight on Piers Morgan on Sense of the bombshell royal revelations the whole world is talking about. My decision last night to name the two royals at the centre of the alleged racism storm has divided opinion across the globe. Tonight, we'll debate why I did it. We'll also debate Omid Scobie's rampant lying, and we'll debate whether there's any truth behind those, in my view, entirely baseless allegations of racism. Live from the news building in London, this is Piers Morgan Uncensored. Good evening from London. Welcome to Piers Morgan Uncensored. Two and a half years ago... The Duke and Duchess of Sussex sat down with Oprah Winfrey to air a slew of grievances and claims about the royal family that they had deserted. The most incendiary claim was that members of the royal family had raised, quote, concerns in multiple conversations about what skin colour baby Archie's skin would be. And also concerns and conversations about how dark his skin might be when he's born. What? about how dark your baby is going to be? Potentially, and what that would mean or look like. Hold up, hold up, There's Stop several right now. There are several conversations There's a conversation it. with you? With Harry. About how dark your baby is going to be? Potentially, and what that would mean or look like. Ooh. And you're not gonna tell me who had the conversation? I think that would be very damaging to them. Okay. Compartmentalized they were concerned that if he were too brown, that that would be a problem. Are you saying that? I wasn't able to follow up with why, but that if that's the assumption you're making, I think that feels like a pretty safe one. You see, that's just an allegation of racism right there. It's not ambiguous. That is Meghan Markle accusing a member of the royal family of being racist judging somebody according to the colour of their skin and how brown they are. There's no room for thinking it's anything else. Now, the impact of that claim was extraordinary. The claims were reported breathlessly across the world. Tens of millions of people, hundreds of millions, were left with the unavoidable impression that Britain is a racist country with races at the heart of our royal family. But just the fact that there is, according to both of them, this ongoing blatant racism, not only in the UK tabloid press, but in the family. 
for some people in this country a blanket denial of racism, like the one that we heard from Prince William yesterday, just isn't enough. Buckingham Palace is racist. Among the more shocking revelations was that it's sort of overt racism she faced within the royal family. But here it is, a couple that's truly in love. And the thing that you want to question is their skin tone. I hope all those people are having severe second thoughts or buyer's remorse about believing what Meghan Markle and Prince Harry said. I don't need to because that day I said I didn't believe a word of it and I had to leave my job because I didn't believe them, even though I think they were lying. Well, for two and a half years, there's been frenzy speculation about how, who these supposedly racist royals are. Just about every single member of the royal household has been implicated in the rumours at some point. And that surely isn't fair, is it? Just guilt by collective association? Especially if you believe, as I do, as I've always said, that the claims, in my opinion, are completely and utterly baseless. That speculation reached fever pitch again this week because of this Weasley lickspittle Omid Scobie. He's the client journalist of the Sussexes. He's always the first to publish their Soviet-style official statements and defend their indefensible deeds. He's like that guy, Comical Ali. Do you remember him? Who fronted up for Saddam Hussein in the Iraq war and would literally say, we've got him on the run, as the American howitzers were coming over his head. Well, Meghan Markle famously denied briefing Scobie for his last book, Finding Freedom. But then she was forced a few months after it came out to apologise in court and admit that actually she had. She briefed one of her aides to go and tell Scobie all the, all the laundry. So when it emerged that the latest book contained new details on those race accusations, well, let's just say I've made my own assumptions about where Scobie could have got that information from. Because it wasn't King Charles. So that only leaves the other person on the end of that correspondence. That's Meghan Markle, or maybe... Harry, her husband, or maybe one of their mutual friends that Scobie keeps boasting he has. Scobie says he knew the names of the accused royals, but couldn't use them for legal reasons. That's in the English version of his book. Then, as everybody now knows, the names suddenly appeared in a Dutch translation of the book. And by appeared, I mean they were sent to journalists who couldn't believe what they were reading. They went into bookstores where people could buy it. Well, last night, I decided this was all ridiculous and it was time to name the two royals implicated in those racism claims. They are, as I said last night, King Charles, Prince Charles as he was then, and Catherine, the Princess of Wales. I did that for several reasons. First, the speculation was once again raging out of control, as it has for two and a half years. Second, it made no sense that Dutch journalists and Dutch people who bought copies before the publisher withdrew them would know these names, members of our royal family, when the British people were prevented from knowing them. Thirdly, once you know the names, it becomes blindingly obvious to anyone with even half a brain that these allegations are ridiculous. Whatever your view of the monarchy, I don't think any serious person really believes that anything they've seen or heard from King Charles or the Princess of Wales suggests they have even the tiniest racist bone in their bodies or would judge anybody according to the shade of their skin. And once again, it's worth remembering what Prince Harry eventually said about these accusations when he was promoting his book. And before we play the clip, just to remind you, after launching this racist bombshell two and a half years ago, it never got mentioned again. 
not in the six-part Netflix series, which mentioned everything else in their lives, not in the 12-part podcasts for Spotify that Meghan Markle did, never mentioned, and it never got mentioned in Harry's over 400-page book, 150,000 words of stuff about his entire life, but not a mention of the supposed racism by members of his own family, which he had launched as a missile against that family on Oprah Winfrey. So this is what he said to Tom Bradby at ITN at the start of this year when promoting the book where he didn't mention it. In the Oprah interview, you accuse members of your family of racism. You don't even... Really? Well, of... The British press said that. Right. I... Did, did Meghan ever mention that they were racist? She said there were troubling comments about yeah, Archie's skin colour. There was, there was concern color. about his skin colour. Right. Wouldn't you describe that as essentially racist? I wouldn't, not having lived within that family. God, he's such a dimwit, isn't he? He's just dim as ditch water. He literally thinks we're going to watch the clips back from Oprah and not think that she was saying that the royal family had been racist. How dumb does he think we are? So Harry performs this dramatic U-turn. Oh, it was never... We never meant to suggest they were racist. It was the terrible British press. They were the ones who said it was racism. We just meant unconscious bias. You know what that's become a, a euphemism for? We actually haven't got any evidence of someone being racist. We just think it's kind of unconscious, on the sly, right? It's kind of there, but we can't prove it. It's like we think they might be. Yeah, not good enough. Not when it comes to members of the royal family whose reputations are on a global stage. So why should I stand back and let a proven liar like Omid Scobie, a man who claims in this book as a fact that I have regular phone chats with Queen Camilla? Regular. Do you know how many times I've spoken to Queen Camilla on the phone in my entire 58-year life? Zero. Not once. It's not just not regular. It's never happened. We've never had a phone chat. So he's a liar. And he lied again about when apparently I called Meghan Markle Princess Pinocchio on that fateful last day, Good Morning Britain. Apparently Camilla immediately contacted me to thank me on behalf of the firm. No, she didn't. Another lie. Complete lie. So Scobie prepared to lie about me, about these little things, which don't really amount, amount to a row of beans. Why should we believe anything else he has to say? All he's doing is dragging the whole royal family through the mud all over again, reigniting these racism charges because he wants to sell books and make money. Well, Scobie gave another interview this morning, two this morning, in which he again denied working with Meghan Markle, and he also denied ever using the names in any draft of his book. I'm as frustrated as everyone else. I make it very clear in this book that I, in every way possible, want to adhere to the laws surrounding this subject. Mm. It's why I've been very careful in how it's described in the book, and it's why I've never spoken about it beyond what I've said in the public domain before. The reality is, though, is that this is information that is not privy just to me. A liar. A barefaced liar. He wants us to believe that he only submitted a draft in the English version, which never mentioned the names, but that somebody in the Netherlands got hold of it and added the names and added entire paragraph in one part of this into the manuscript before it went to the printers. A lethal saboteur. Who would do that? Have you ever, ever met any author in history? because I haven't, 
who's had that happen to their manuscript, that on the way to the printers in a foreign country like the Netherlands, they got into the manuscript and changed it without the author knowing anything about it? No. It doesn't pass what we call the smell test. Mr Scobie stinks when it comes to the smell test. Now, he thinks I'm completely wrong to assume an earlier version of his book included the names and was sent for translation, only for his lawyers to take them out of the final edition, which I think is the most likely explanation. It's therefore rather inconvenient for him that the Dutch translator has told reporters tonight that she'd only translated what was written down on the manuscript. She said the names of the royals were there in black and white. I didn't add them. I just did what I was paid to do, and that was translate the book from English into Dutch. Now, at this point, the deafening silence from Harry and Meghan becomes a little more than deafening. It becomes pretty shameful, because they usually race to condemn and denounce any press reports that we dislike, particularly if it involves any leaks from private correspondence. And Meghan Markle, ironically, was forced to admit that she colluded with Omis Scobie on his last book in a court action she took against a newspaper over private correspondence with her father. So why have they remained so silent about Omis Scobie's lies and also about his leaking of the private correspondence between Meghan Markle and King Charles that contained these names? Is it because they were involved in him getting this information? Is it because, I don't know, the Tooth Fairy came down and did it, or Santa Claus, or, for want of a better, a better third example, Pinocchio? The public can, of course, make their own minds up about all of this. It shouldn't take long. And the same goes for the baseless accusations of royal racism. Nobody, I repeat, really thinks King Charles or the Princess of Wales are racist. Nobody. That's part of the reason, actually, why I decided to put their names out there. It's called lancing the boil. It's called removing what has been a simmering threat deployed by Meghan and Harry and deployed by Omid Scobie as an unspoken threat. We've got these names, and if we, if we don't get what we want, we're going to use them. Well, now they can't do that. I've been at the sharp end of British journalism for 30 years. I've seen royal crises come and go. I remember after Diana died, everybody predicted that was the end of the monarchy. But it wasn't. The monarchy survived and it thrived with our great Queen Elizabeth II. And it's doing so again now with King Charles. He's doing a brilliant job as the head of our great royal family and the head of the great monarchy. The only crisis I think that we're facing at the moment, this end game, as Omid Scobie puts it, is an end game for Omid Scobie. And potentially, depending on how they respond to this, to the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. Because this morning, the Times newspaper, the paper of record in this country, the paper read by opinion formers, politicians, those who matter, said that it was time that King Charles removed the royal titles from a couple who seemed to want to destroy the royal family and the monarchy, but simultaneously make millions and millions of dollars by trading off their royal titles from an institution they keep trashing. That may well be the beginning of the end game for their royal duplicity. OK, let's get into a debate about this. Um, I'm joined now by Tessa Dunlop, by Dickie Arbiter, by Paul Arone Adrian, and by Paul Burrell, uh, who, of course, was the butler to Princess Dunn. Let me start with you, Paul. Uh, you're up, up there in Cheshire. Uh, your response to all this, mm. and in particular, start with my decision to well. name... Charles and Kate last night. 
I think the British public have a right to know which members of our royal family are being trashed by the Sussexes or their court on the other side of the Atlantic. And if the, if the information did come from them, and I can't think of anyone else it could have come from, um, then, uh, you know, we should know. And we should, we should put up our defences and defend our royal family because Kate has never put a foot wrong and King Charles is doing a great job in the shadows of his mother who, who was uh, impossible to follow. So, you know, I, I think you're right, Piers. I do. I, I think we have a right to know and to defend both our king and our future queen. OK. Tessa Dunlop, you've been seething away quietly to my left. I can see you simmering, so simmer away. You appall me, Piers. Occasionally, I think, no, he's found the light, he's seen the light, he's no longer crashing on about Harry. And then this appalling diatribe we've just had to sit through. You claiming, you lying there, suggesting that you're putting their names out effectively to save the monarchy. You put their names out for clicks. You're no better than Omid Scobie. In fact, you're worse. You call him a little spittle. You're a great big gob of phlegm that's just landed on the royal doormat. I don't know how you slept last night. I struggled to sleep thinking about what you'd done. I really no, can't. Did. And yes, that's I did. A load of I did. No, that's. That, you, All right, stop you the, suggest that. Stop the you know, performative no, crap. No, Honestly, I'm not, it's no, performative no, crap. No, let's just hold let's on to Just calm your down. Have no, a civilised conversation. I'm not calm. The idea you didn't sleep minutes. over this. You don't even know these people. I was, no, I was properly angry by your hypocrisy. And then What's you the sit hypocrisy? there, please. Because you spend day in, day out your pro monarchy, the wonderful queen, yeah, wonderful Charles, and then you go and dob Kate. And Charles, right in it when one's at no, COP28. Oh, no, no, yes, no. you did. Wait a minute. Oh, no. yes, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, yes, you I'll did. I'll tell you who did that. Omid Scobie. Because these names appeared in a draft of his book, which was published in the Netherlands. And they were under sale the line. To Netherlands it was people. was tattle till yeah. you popped it on a Murdoch platform. Yeah. And now you've just had the gall to suggest... You're on a, a Murdoch platform right now. I know I am. You got a problem with that? correcting the record. You got a problem with that? For the record, that was Piers's. Highly dubious opinion. I've got a problem with you tonight, Piers. A real problem. Why would you have a problem with a being on a Murdoch platform because here you, now? Because what you did was you put those names... You're being you paid them, to appear. Yes, I know, but you took yeah. the names... Why are you doing the that? The rumour... Why are you being paid to appear ..and here? you put it on an official platform. Why are you being paid... You turned it from fiction why to Why have you accepted money from a Murdoch to platform? To challenge you about your behaviour and okay. democracy. And, by the way, just the word baseless. So you're How do you know that Meghan's rumours were baseless? How do you know what she accused Where's the royal the family of? Any of it? Where's the evidence that it was baseless? Where? Well, obviously, it's very difficult they when the two accusers decide, are the chief witnesses. They couldn't even decide on Oprah Winfrey what year these supposed conversations had happened or how many there were, right? They couldn't decide what year. Doesn't mean it didn't happen. You really? Didn't take notes and write in your diary really? something happened. Let me get a dickie. I, I just want to come in. You, you mentioned the Oprah interview, and quite frankly, Meghan said that it happened, the conversation happened when she was pregnant. Mm. About ten minutes later, Harry came into the interview yeah. and said it happened before they were married. Right. So when did it happen? And did it happen? And there's a big question mark. I will take issue with you naming yesterday, and I made that point this morning. Um, you are a bit of a law unto yourself. It's uh, worse than a law Excuse me, yourself. I didn't interrupt actually, you. Actually, just on the law point, it was entirely lawful what I did. So I did seek legal advice. I got very good, sound legal okay. advice. And actually, there's no question... I didn't take the law unto myself. I actually applied the letter of the law. This information had been published in the Netherlands. Dutch people were free to read it, and I took a view. It was ridiculous that British people 
couldn't be aware of this yeah. information. I also said when I named them that I didn't believe a word of the racist allegations made against them. I didn't either. I didn't either. I didn't believe anything of that, that, that interview. It was just a diatribe of absolute nonsense, as is the book Endgame. And as you rightly say, Endgame, the only person Endgame is, is Scobie. Mm. But I did take issue in, in mentioning him last night. Yes, you have, say, a, the, the Brits have a, a right to know. Uh, it's in a Dutch uh, mm. translation. But there are those who will say agree with you, there are those who disagree with you. Well, many of the papers who've held off apparently tonight are going to name them. You gave them no choice, Actually, You've always got a choice. Sorry, you always have a choice. Every, everybody's got a choice. Everyone has a choice. Everyone has a choice when it was published in the Netherlands not to repeat the names, right? If they're all going to repeat them tonight in the papers, they were just a day after us, right? And I have a show called Uncensored for a reason. I don't believe in self-censorship. I don't believe when the Dutch people can read this information in a book available in bookstores, as some of them had already bought copies, that British people should be denied that information. And the information, by the way, is hugely significant. We've waited two and a half years to find out who these members of the royal family were that Meghan Markle no, and Prince... weird people like you, you with mind, an obsession, Piers, have been waiting two and a half years. No, no, actually, what the entire country has. No, what that's just... a misrepresentation of most of the country. What I actually want to know is... He said he had no help from the Sussexes, mm. and yet, on the other hand, he said he saw the letters. Yeah. So how did he see the how? letters? How has he got the information? Exactly. He's not got it from King Charles. Uh, it's all come from Montecito. Right, Paula. Thank you. Wow. OK, so you're going to be shocked at this, but I actually agree with you that you named, that you identified them yesterday. And let me explain to you why. Because everybody in the royal circle knew who it was. All the royal journalists knew who it was. I've spoken to people who knew who it was. The fact that they've been named didn't come as a surprise to me because it's fairly common knowledge among journalists. I actually who don't it was. think many journalists knew about Princess of Wales. I think they thought it was another member of the royal family. But you accept with Charles. That, that, that. Well, I was actually knew. surprised, but I was not surprised that, again, it made it even more to me obvious that this is all. Well, exactly. Complete bullcrap. Exactly. And that's where you and I actually agree on this, because the, the, the fact that it was they, they were named in the Netherlands is almost neither here nor there. The fact is there are people here who knew, and you're right, the British people did have a right to know who it was. Mm. And now we know who it is. What's going to happen next? Well, surely action needs to be taken. And here's where I am disappointed with you. I'm disappointed with you because we had a monologue of you berating and throwing disdain at, uh, at Meghan, at Harry, at Omid. Yeah. Talking as if you have spoken to King Charles, talking as if you have spoken um, to Kate, spoken as if you have spoken to Camilla... But you haven't. And so if you haven't, everything that you have said is based on assumption. And I think you did no, accept... It's not that, it's not and I think you did accept, no, no, actually... No, no. And, and everyone's no, no, free me, to watch well, it back. Let me respond. No, 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 no. Let me respond. Because you actually used the word assumptions in what you were saying. Let me... You are also making Can I respond? very dangerous... You are also making very dangerous assumptions. And what you have done this evening is you have set no, anybody no. back me... who is suffering from racism oh, what from a load coming of forward. What a load of Because you are suggesting that because of what somebody I tell you put looks racism like back. and because of their role in society yeah. that you cannot challenge them. That is what you have said really? this evening, and that is dangerous. No, I tell you who's it doesn't put, matter who I tell it you is. Who's put back racism. It doesn't matter who it is. I tell you who's put back racism. A person People who cry wolf about racism. I don't know if they're crying wolf. They're despicable. I don't I'm know told, if they're crying wolf. I've been assured, assured. Who by who? Never you mind. Oh, come on, you're Never not you going to name your sources. And you, we have but to I've been you. assured. Well, you named Charles and Kate. Let's name your source. Who's your source? I don't reveal any sources. 
right? Well, but then, I've been assured then you, well, then they we are can't unfounded. rely on what you're saying. But more importantly, is. where is the evidence? In the letters, no doubt. Where? In the letters, no doubt. Where's the letters? I would, what I, letters? I, I would like to see these letters because no so doubt that's is. where the evidence so is. Would I. So you the asked letters. where the evidence is. So would I. I suggest well, looking those may, letters. Now we may have started something where we and may I don't find want to out. And I don't want to wait a thousand years. Mm. I don't want them to be locked away in some I, cellar somewhere. I think if Let's you're going to accuse members of the royal family of racism, you should have the decency and the courage to stand up Say who it was, say what they said, and you say talk the about you having decency. And say when they said it. I, I, I'm flabbergasted. So you're the victim of racism, but you're challenging the victim on having decency, Who's the victim? on being decent. Who's the victim? Is that what you're saying? Who's the victim? Is? Because I know who's that it's incredibly Paula, difficult. Who's the victim? Incredibly difficult. Paula? Who's the victim? I don't know. But you don't what know. I do know. So you're talking about a mythical I, victim. What I do know is that Harry and Meghan. Harry and Meghan. So I'm apparently, I'm apparently disrespecting some victim, but you don't know who that you're, is. You're, cha you're challenging what they're saying. It's so not true. You're challenging. How do you know? Where's the proof? Well, Two and I, a half I, years. So, so what we're waiting for is evidence, and then once you've got yes. your evidence, and then once you've got yes, your evidence, you, you, will you, you apologise? Piers, Piers, put up once you've got your evidence, will you apologise? Yeah, You'll sure. apologise oh, to Meghan. Oh, don't get me wrong. If Will you apologise to Meghan? If Meghan Markle produces actual evidence of racism, let's see it, and if, if it's proven because that what, King Charles happened, or the Princess of Wales were racist about her, her baby, I will apologise to her. Let me tell you, I, I can say that with real confidence, because it ain't going to happen. Because you haven't apologised yet for the fact that you were wrong about the threats that were made on her life in terms of all the far-right groups, on the terms of who... I didn't talk you, about that. They, she said that they affected her mental health, and you said that she was lying. No, no, I didn't. This is, again, you're, mis you're misquoting me. I didn't say that. I said I didn't believe she went to a senior member of the royal household and said she was, she was feeling suicidal and they wouldn't allow her to get help. And no evidence for that has ever been produced, and nor has that allegation ever reappeared in the Netflix series, the Harry book... Or the podcast. It didn't happen. So you accept These that she suffered from her mental health? Happen. So you accept if they that she happened, suffered... they would have been repeated. Do you accept that she suffered from her mental health? Do you accept I, that she I struggled no idea. I wasn't there, was I? All I know is she did not go to a senior member of the royal household <laughs> saying, I'm suicidal, and they said, two, you two can't seconds. get help. You've just said you don't know about her mental health, and yet you said with a surety earlier in this conversation that her claims about racism, about the questions of the colour of her baby, they were baseless. How can you say that with a shorty when you weren't Where's there? Where's the proof? You weren't there. Where's the proof? Unless she was sitting there with a tape recorder. Where's the proof? There may not be Where's proof. Where's the proof? Piers, you're Piers. And that's man. the there point. There is no proof. incredibly hard Let's take a short break. We'll come back. Let's talk a short break and we'll come back. I mean, hysteria is fine to a point. It's a bit performative. You began right? hysterical try and, try stay, you went on for 12 Try and stay on point. No, no, no. I made my point. You can have an argument without being hysterical. It's a bit pathetic. Let's come back after the break. We're talking about Omid Scobie's so-called truths under the microscope. No, just because you're hysterical. Including the smear that he made about me in his interview this morning. It's coming up next. When it comes to uh, Omid Scobie, the author of The Heart of the Current Royal uh, Supposed Racism Scandal, there's often a wide disparity between his version of the truth and what the rest of us call the actual truth. In today's interview with This Morning, for example, he was at it again, spewing more lies about me. Piers Morgan was saying that he had no conversations with Camilla. He's called you an outright liar. What would you say to him? 
I don't know what he says. I only go by the reporting that I have. Um, I also, where, as I was researching this, and as you see cited in the references at the back, he's spoken a lot about his friendship with Camilla, yeah. the Queen. So, listen, I, I, I don't know what to make of that, but I only go by the information that I have. He's also said a lot of things about me and the story and so on that is also not true. So I don't think, I don't find that particularly credible. In he's also way. said stuff about Meghan in the past as well, so, you know. Yes. Yeah. You know, he also wrote a, an op-ed this week saying that um, they should be burned alive. Did I? Wow, that's amazing. I wrote an op-ed piece this week for newspapers, published, which said, I want Meghan and Harry burned alive. That's quite something. Why did no one report that? How am I still here? Why haven't I been cancelled? I was saying they should be burned alive. Wow, Omid. Here's what I actually said. I can't speak for Charles, Camilla, William or Kate, but if two close members of my family had spent the past few years trashing the rest of us on global media platforms, the only way I'd want to spend Christmas with them is if they were human chestnuts roasting on my open fire. That's my family I'm talking about. If some of my family did what they did, I'd have them as human chestnuts on a roaring fire. Where does it say I'd burn Meghan and Harry alive, Omid? It's just more of a lies, isn't it, mate? I see right through you. All right, well, I'm back with my pack. Let me come to Paul Burrell again. Uh, Paul. My problem with Omar Scobie is, yes. I think he's just a scammer. I think he goes over all the stuff that's already out there and he puts two and two together and often gets five, six, seven, eight. Uh, I don't think he'd know the truth if it slapped him around his Botox chops. No, well, uh, Dickie and I both have lived with the royal family for many, many years. We know all the major players. We know... Um, for we know that there are no racists within the royal family. How could our late queen be racist when she was head of the Commonwealth? I mean, it's just ridiculous, this conversation, because I, I bet this never happened. They, they must, have, must have dreamt it up one night. I mean, when they pressed that button mm. on the Oprah Winfrey show, the racist button, they never pressed reset. And our dear late queen went to her grave yeah. worrying thinking there was some upset in the House of Windsor. Now, Harry should be ashamed of that for upsetting his grandmother because all of this is just nonsense and there are no racists in the royal family. Dickie, you know that. Let's bring in Dickie. I mean, I actually think I made that point also in my op-ed where I said, you know, the, the worst thing about this for me is that Harry spent two years allowing the racism charge to fly around the world, causing a lot of damage, especially in places like the Commonwealth, and we saw that. Uh, and only then, after two years, does he clarify things, right, and say, oh, I didn't mean racism, we meant unconscious bias. By which time, Philip and the Queen have both died, believing that from a member of their own family, their grandson, that the family had been accused of racism. And it depends who you talk to about interpreting unconscious bias. Now, Paul Burrell men mentioned about the royal family not being racist. The King has made it his life's mission mm to unite ethnic minorities. Mm. He goes to churches, to cathedrals, to temples, to synagogues, to mosques, and he visits communities. Mm. That is his mission in life, to unite the kingdom. 100%. Uh, 100%. There's so never to... been a whiff of racism about Charles, ever. 
None. So to Zilch. accuse him of racism Zero. is absolute nonsense. It's despicable. And he's the one that should be should be libelized, Scobie, for even suggesting. I agree. That. I think they should sue him. I really do. I think that this 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 thing hasn't appeared in Netherlands by chance. But no. they won't they won't sue. Of course they won't sue because if they did, then questions, well you don't know that questions would have to be answered, wouldn't they? And are they prepared to answer those questions? Mm, and I'm not sure they are. And let and let's be frank, we've got this problem today because they failed to deal with it at the time. This should have been dealt with two years ago. How do you deal with it? And it wasn't. By sitting down and thrashing it out if necessary. With two people who've sold every single morsel of private information you've exchanged with them. Everything. Even down to Harry in his book. You're acting as if the royal family never disclose information. No, I'm not. A royal source here. That's not what I said. A royal source there. They are both as bad as each other. We even know that the the Which member of the royal family has ever done to the royal family and the monarchy what Harry and Meghan have done? Tell me. Tell me. Careful what you say about the household, because I was part of it. What we are being told is that one household is pitted against another household. That's what we read about. Sorry, who has attacked the royal family and the monarchy in anything like the way these two have done? As you have said, as you have said, the royal family have been through so much. There was the same thing that happened in relation to Diana. No, I'll ask you a question. Ask you a question. Which member of the royal family in the last 100 years has attacked the royal family and the monarchy like these two have done for the last three, four years? Give Give me a name. We do live in a different era no, where Paula, talking I'm truth to Paula power is yeah. now acceptable. I'm asking Paula a question. Are, are you suggesting that what Harry and Meghan have said is somehow different to what the troubles that Diana went through at the Absolutely. time? Absolutely. How? When did she because ever criticise the monarchy? She suffered. She never criticised the monarchy. Because suffered. she didn't feel Paul she had never the attacked agency. Them. Hang on a minute. She didn't have Paul, the platform. Paul Borough will justify this as I will. No, she was a great Diana supporter. Diana was a great supporter yes. of the monarchy. Yeah. She would do nothing to harm yes, the monarchy. She was. What she did in Absolutely. her interview and what she did in her book no. was damaging to her husband. Correct. But not to the monarchy. But do you know what the irony <laughs> I mean, is? We have here. I mean, that, 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 that is, I'm afraid, that is a, a, a nuance that is, is going to be lost on people. No, so it's she, not. So it's she not going to be lost. So she can speak You're... badly about Prince Charles, but Harry can't speak badly about his father. It's his father. Let us, let's just remind ourselves. No, this is about a family. This is not about not, an a, institution. It is about the it's, institution. Well, he is criticising every isn't it? part of the and institution. His father is the king. This is the problem, isn't it? Of course it? it's about the institution. He is talking about his father. And we are forgetting that because what we want to do is protect he an is, institution. He is also and you talking, can't do that. He is also talking Paula, about the people may, who the represent the institution. Two, two sex, Dickie, because if people like you and Piers and Paul Burrell, who go on and on about how much you love the monarchy, and I'm actually a monarchist too. If we really wanted to future-proof the monarchy, if Piers really, I genuinely believe, Piers, that you sat there because what you first and foremost cared about was the monarchy, you wouldn't have started this diatribe mudslinging in the way that you did. You would have gently pushed them and encouraged them to look within their own walls, to actually, yes, improve their diversity quota Sorry, in terms of staff. Sorry, you're encouraging me... front foot when, right, when it's relations with their foreign realms... Just to be clear... ...and, and reparations Just to be clear, after your little tantrum tonight... You're, in, you're telling me Don't I should have been me. calm. It's a joke. Well, no, 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 because you wound up right. because you sat there with your yeah, If you're going to throw a little toddler tantrum like you did no, earlier, you don't, let, you don't get to lecture me. me about being calm. Forgive me, right? you're triggering. Can I just respond to the question about 
what do you do? Because there are, there are lots of people who have the allegation of racism thrown against them. And I appreciate, I really do, that it is hard to have that allegation thrown against you because it is hard to defend. Piers, you know that. You've had the allegation thrown at you enough When time, you watched and back, it's incredibly Paula, hard when you to watch back what, what they said on Oprah, yeah. there's no ambiguity that they were accusing them of being racist, is there? If it, if it was me, if it was me yeah. saying that, I would be, in my heart, worried that I was suffering from racism. Right, thank you. I would. That, that's my point, OK? So and then they downgraded your, it so two years later is, to unconscious bias. So, but, but, but as so Dickie has you, said... Actually, as you Dickie, agree with me. Don't, no, don't, right, don't cut me off. As Dickie has said, We've got unconscious bias has a definition that can also include racism. Yeah, unconscious don't, bias don't is the weaselly excuse you use when you call it Don't Piers thinks it's all baseless, cos okay. Piers knows best. We're going to take a break, come back with a new pack, uh, fortunately. Uh, no offence to you, Dickie, or to you, Paul. Um, thoroughly enjoyed having you two on tonight. Next, will the resurfacing of these racism allegations damage the royal family on a global stage, or will it clear their reputations? This is what I believe will now happen. Debating that next. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back. The Royal Race Row has been reignited by the claims in Omid Scobie's book. My decision to announce the names behind the claims has made headlines around the world, from India to New Zealand and the United States, where, of course, Harry and Meghan reside. The British royal family is a global brand, which is precisely why Meghan's original claims were so damaging. Now we know much more about the allegations. Does anyone really still believe them? Well, joining me to discuss this, our Talk TV contributor Esther Crackle, political journalist Ava Santina, and from New York, the Talk TV presenter Trisha Goddard. All right, Esther, we just had a rather animated debate mm. about all this, yes. uh, which I thought was a little unnecessarily uh, over the top. Um, what's your view about all this? I, I think the 
people's, uh, well, desire to believe whether the royal family are racist or not stems from what they originally feel about the royal family to begin with. If you think the royal family is an antiquated institution that's, you know, rooted in white supremacy, of course you're happy to believe that, you know, the racism allegations were true. If you're a staunch monarchist, you're like, they can never do any wrong. And for the rest of us, we're thinking, okay, what's the evidence? Because at the end of the day, the monarch is still our head of state, mm. and it, it's important that they're obviously not bigoted individuals. And that's where I, that's the camp that I fall in. At the end of the day, I don't see any evidence of racism. I've said this before, I, 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 I'm from a Ghanaian family. If I was having a child with someone who wasn't of my race, mm. my, my family would have conversations about what the child would look like in a jovial way. Of course. And I think there was an element of bad faith. Of course, so if it, was, if it was that, there's nothing wrong with that anyway. Ava. But we don't know that. We don't, no. Come on, like, come on. No, I'm, if I'm there's serious. A, if there's been a conversation behind doors about, you know, the child's skin colour, obviously. Okay, that answer has me got this. Answer me this. Megan's mother was in an interracial relationship, which is Megan, which is Megan is the product of. Megan's family would have undoubtedly had conversations. Oh, what's Megan going to look like? I wonder what she's going to look like since your husband is white. Would that have made her family racist? Do you think that's no, a very answer, good question? Answer that. Would okay, that have made Megan's but family I can't racist? I answer it with this point that do you not think that's that that question, is though. skewed? That is skewed by your now with the British monarchy and they are they no, are it's assessing not. whether they're, that they're child is being. too dark to because, be in the royal family. Because they wonder. But you don't believe that. You don't believe that was the way that conversation went down. Because they were there. None of us were there. Does any of it make sense that Charles and Kate? Of all people, right? Two people who dedicated their public life to actually being completely inclusive, never said a racist word in their lives. That suddenly they're going to be saying, "I hope it's not too brown." This but hold on, like, hold on. Let me nonsense. answer that. Let me answer that. I'm going to be extremely careful with what I say because of libel law. But I do think that there is some racism in the royal family, not necessarily. That's, no, that's, listen, that's hang on. fine. I'm not going to put that on any individual. But yes, I could imagine a world that's, that's, where there are. are there are. All right, let me bring in Trisha. Who's been waiting patiently. Trisha, look, let's try and have a you know sensible conversation about this. You know, I've just watched the Sussexes backtrack, backtrack, backtrack. It's gone from racism, and we heard it from their own mouths on Oprah, to unconscious bias. No one's produced a shred of actual evidence here. You know, I'm sorry, I'm calling, I'm calling, it's nonsense. You know, Piers, I had a really interesting conversation with my kids who are biracial. And they have people in their family, extended family, who have um, used words or little phrases that anybody else would just think, oh, doesn't matter. But because of their personal experiences, they've had to sit down with those people and say, you know, this term is not acceptable. I know you think it's a joke. I know you think we should light lighten up. But within our family, it, it hurts. It's painful because of our experience. Now... If I can say that, there's somebody out, you know, people in our family have had those conversations, and yes, they're hurtful. Where if somebody comes along after the fact, two years down the track, and makes it all public and it blows it up, it becomes even more painful. And people, you, when you talk about backtracking, can I rephrase that? Sometimes we can learn. I've watched you grow, if I can put it that way. We're never too old to learn. <laughs> I've seen you learn, as I have, with lots of different things around Israel, Gaza. We learn, we learn, we learn. What if, let me just put this to you, what if, since they initially came out with what an American 
sees as racism. And I do think there are cultural differences. Yes, Just because we're all brown doesn't mean to say we all think the same. But what if, from there, they've learned? And it, it's not so much as backpedalling, because I'm just thinking of family members within ours. It's like, oh, OK, yeah, I shouldn't have said that. Or uh, maybe they weren't being... They didn't mean to be racist, but they didn't even realise... They're so used to being casual about it, they didn't realise it would hurt us. But I have to say about Omid Scobie, he is like the uncle who turns up two years after the fact at a Christmas party and shows off the, the, the messages that you texted them two years ago when you were drunk. Mm. I mean, when I heard this book was coming out, can I say this? Are we uncensored? Yes. Shall I be honest what yes. I really thought? Yes. I thought, what the fuck? I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, oh, for Christ's I'd like to apologise to any viewers offended, but we are uncensored. And I'm you know what? sorry. That's exactly what I thought, too. I just, I just hadn't said it yet. <laughs> it's like the horse has bolted. Yeah. It's at the knackered yard. It's glue. And we... I mean, I don't believe anything was done with malintent. I think there was a lot of misunderstanding. I do think there are terms and questions, and it depends where you're brought up. But if there are questions and people are talking about what a baby's colour are, for one family, it may be done in a light-hearted way. In another family, if there's already friction, it might be okay, the, the before final we go to the... twist of the knife. All right, we before we go know. to the break, I want to play a clip of Prince Harry on the Stephen Colbert show. The ginger gene is a strong one. Look at that. <laughs> Both of them. The, spen Both the, of them the, spence the Spencer gene is very, very strong. I actually really genuinely thought at the beginning of my relationship that should this go the distance uh, and then we have kids, that there's no way the ginger gene will stand up to my wife's genes, but I was wrong. Wow, isn't he speculating about the skin colour of his baby? Wow. Uh, let's take a break. Oh, we'll come yeah. back and debate that after the break. I labelled you douche of the day. Not sure if you've been an elite athlete before, but it's a problem. Never seen an Australian sulk like Kyrgios. You responded, eat a d Sometimes you are a bit of <laughs> You're a sicko. Nothing you say can phase me tears, nothing. Maybe I'll take it to the courts and we sort it out once and for all. Treat for you tomorrow night. A little extra Piers Morgan Uncensored with Nick Kyrgios for the hour from 8 to 9pm tomorrow night. It is a cracker. It's a proper, like, tennis match. Serve, volley, serve, volley, smash, serve, volley, smash, and so on for the hour. Uh, welcome back. I've got Esther, Ava and Trisha still with me, of course. So, Esther, where do we go from here? See, I, I kind of feel the moment I revealed these names, it would trigger a process which would actually just lance this boil once and for all. It would all get out there. Yeah. How do you think the Sussexes are going to respond? Well, I think they're going to regret how they went about it because I do think... That this is all just a, a play of bad faith, actually, and this, the whole interaction that happened. The British public have had, like, three years yeah. to, to, to ruminate over this, to think, is it possible, actually, of all the things that are coming up? Because they did multiple interviews. Spare came out where mm. he didn't even mention it. That's the weirdest actually, thing to me. It sounds like much ado about nothing. So I think most people are like... And now that the names are out, it's like, oh, come on, no. It's I mean, Ava, I did think it's quite extraordinary that you, you launched this bombshell you brand the family racist. Quite clearly, we've played the clips back. And then you don't mention it in a 
400-page book. You don't mention it in your six-part Netflix series about your life. You don't mention it in the Spotify podcast. None of it. Oh, just, just, just got airbrushed. But how could they mention it? I mean, it's, it's well, quite easy. No, but come on, well, if you, come on. If you literally did been... an interview with Oprah about the it. The lines of power are skewed it. against them, aren't they? They can't come out and call the king a racist. They can't do no, but that. They can, they and can, they know they, they, they can't can, do they that. Can they can detail they the interaction and they can detail the reaction, interaction, and they're actually name the very people. much at the behest of the royal family. So Absolutely as you not. said, they, actually, they're not. Yeah, but as, as you said, they trade under their titles, they trade yeah. under their names, and they also do need certain things from the royal family. They also had, you know, the queen would have still been alive when that Oprah interview went out, and they knew that they couldn't completely blow all of their relationships with mm. the family, but clearly this has had some very significant effect on Meghan, and we are looking at a woman who is claiming racism. And I just think that we should, as the public, take that seriously. Yeah, I'm afraid we've taken thinking. it seriously, and it turned out that two years later they said, oh, we didn't mean to say racism. Literally, yeah, Harry said, we didn't bias. mean to say racism. The press said that. I mean, he's such a liar. Let's go back to Tricia. Um, you see, my issue with this, Tricia, is that every day people are exposed to real racism, real damaging Racial injustice, racial inequality. There's all sorts of... Hang on. You can talk about... And, and people often find it easier to understand somebody being beaten up or hit, as I have been, purely because of my skin colour as a child. OK. But there's microaggressions. There's lots of little things that weigh up or, uh, and affect people's mental health. And, again, if you come from a culture, if you come from a world like Hollywood where you're protected from all of that, where half the things that get written in British papers aren't allowed to be printed in US newspapers, you come in for a bit of a shock when you come up against the British culture and the British black culture. So one person's racism, if you feel it... You know, it's like the old conversations we had 10, 15 years ago about when is it really sexual assault. No, it wasn't really. She took it the wrong way. And I agree totally when you say if somebody says they are hurt by something that has racial undertones, it doesn't matter what you think. It matters what the person who knows the details, which we don't, mm. if they have been hurt by it, They've been hurt by it. Why do we have to have a discussion about it? End of. Uh, and because I don't think it happened. In different ways. And, um, well, I don't think it, it doesn't happened. matter really what you think, does it? Because it doesn't really... <laughs> well, actually, it does. As somebody who pays their wages... What you think. As somebody Why? who pays the royal family's wages, it does. Not anymore. Well, not those anymore, but I did, well, they, I did it at the time. But hang on, hang on. But Piers... I've been paying up until 2015 the money back to people who enslaved my, my forebears. So, I mean, we all pay for something we might necessarily right, not you. necessarily believe in 100%. Okay. Right. But, you know, it, does it matter? If it hurt her, it hurt her. Yeah, I think it's also off. hurt King Charles and, uh, and Kate. I mean, that's the point. No, I, I don't make. think so. Of course it has. So. I don't think so. What could be a worse allegation? Why do you rush it? Okay, so one of the the main reasons that I applauded you for naming them yesterday was because I think the rest of the British media didn't do it because they would like to keep some form of relationship with them and they were frightened about what the repercussions would be. But now you're sitting here defending Charles. Well, the thing is, and you weren't there for that but conversation. Ava, Ava, why aren't you defending? Because well, I've seen look, no look, proof look that it happened. Well, well, look at, look at it from both perspectives. Come on here. Ava, I agree. You know what? We've got to leave it there. Yeah. You're invited. King Charles, <laughs> the Princess of Wales, Meghan Markle, Prince Harry. You're all invited. Come on at the same time for <laughs> a gigantic Piers Morgan uncensored. That's it for tonight. Thank you to my brilliant pack. Whatever you're up to, keep it uncensored. Good.